Excellent Movie Adventures! Welcome to Excellent Movie Adventures with me, Thomas, and my co-host, Pickle. Hello. And Zachariah Eaton, Esquire the Second. Wow. <laughs> just going to keep adding to it every time, aren't you? Yeah, I told you I was. <laughs> I'd have made you the first. I uh... <laughs> See, but this is the he's second Pickle time I've done me. it, so he's the second. Oh, okay. <laughs> just have to remember what I'm saying every time. I know. <laughs> so how you doing? Peachy. All right. Tired. Yeah. I was going to say, that's the first time you've ever said you're not tired, I think. <laughs> Always tired. Yeah. You guys watch anything good this week? Um, I finally got back around to re-watching that Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm on the last episode, and it's awesome so far. It's yeah. so good. Um, that dude knows how to win. Yeah, tell you what, MJ. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's a uh, jerk about it, though. It doesn't matter if you're winning. <laughs> you're winning. You're winning. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't, the end you of the can't day. say he was wrong. Look at the results. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I'm gonna throw this out there too. He is better than LeBron James. Oh, oh absolutely. I agree, 100. percent I've been saying that for years. Brother. I don't get why people say the same say thing. It's I mean, just, I get. Why I don't know why it's a debate, but it's a debate because like younger kids are growing up watching LeBron yeah, James, and know. he's amazing. Yeah, they didn't mm. grow up watching what we watched when mm. we were kids. LeBron's so a crybaby. They don't know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, aside from that, uh, watch some King of the Hill. Then I just watched some stuff for this yeah. week. Yeah, I don't think I watched anything else. I have been watching Eureka. Okay. It's a good show. Like the kids show? No. That's Eureka's <laughs> Castle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Eureka is... Did you is, learn how uh, to add this week? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> two plus two is five. Oh. <laughs> um, no, uh, Eureka is an old sci-fi show. Oh. Uh, it's off the sci-fi channel. And uh, it got like, I think got five seasons. Hmm. And my brother-in-law... Isn't that got the, me into it? The one with the janitor from Scrubs. No, I don't. It could have been. I I know him from the Maytag commercials. He's the Maytag guy. The what? the main actor in this show. He's the I Maytag look guy. This up because I don't know I get, who Colin... the Maytag man is, but I know the janitor from Scrubs. Maytag man. He looks like Mike Rowe. Do you know who that is? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, he looks like him. I can't remember his name, though, off the top of my head. But it's a fun show. It basically takes part. Uh, it's this, Eureka's this town in uh, Oregon. and Oregon or Washington, something like that. Anyways, uh, it's just full of super genius people. And scientists, all this stuff, creating inventions. And then this guy comes in, and he's just a normal sheriff. And he kind of puts that balance into the city. You know, these people are too smart for their own good and things happen that they don't know how to solve. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's a good show. It's fun to watch. Hmm. Colin Ferguson. Yes. I wanted to say Colin Firth, but I was like, it's not Colin Firth. Yeah. But. <laughs> no. Started watching uh, Big Bang Theory again. And people hate on that show, but it's, show is hilarious. it's so funny. I, so I've never seen it outside of like maybe one or two episodes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've just never watched it, so yeah. I could I won't say anything bad or good about it because I've just never seen it. That I mean, 
obviously it was success. It was a successful show. Yeah. A lot of people really liked 11 it. Eleven seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. I've never 12, watched it. Yeah. I know it's yeah. on. It just it's on barely, HBO Max. Last, yeah, yeah, last year or something. Oh, it is. Yeah. I don't need to get that login. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they have all the seasons available on HBO Max. That was the huge thing when HBO Max first announced. Like that was their biggest thing that they landed. Was Big all Bang I Theory. cared about was Fresh Prince. <laughs> and then I got all Will Smith out after I watched a bunch of Will Smith stuff, and now I can't go back and finish it. Yeah. Which did you hear they're doing a reunion? I do. Yeah. I'm not interested. A documentary reunion. I'll watch it. I guess yeah. I'm wondering which Aunt Viv they'll bring back. I think the first one. No, I doubt it. They're not bringing back the first one. They hate each other. Yeah, Will Smith and that actress. They did not get along. <laughs> yeah, I know they pictured Will Smith and Uncle Phil is dead. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I don't know. But then started watching The Boys. Did you ever see that? No, I haven't seen it, but you guys talked about it last week, I'm pretty sure. Man. I just barely started watching yeah, it. I'm aware of what the, it is. I just Dude, it is so violent. I still this need season. to finish the first season. Dude, the first episode of this new season, girl rips a guy's head off, like opening his mouth and just ripping it. <laughs> it's a bloody show. Man. Which amp viv is that one? That is the second one. Is that the second one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the whole cast that they did rewrite. I mean, pretty much everybody minus the uh, Uncle Phil. Yeah, minus Uncle Phil. First Aunt Viv, when that picture was taken, went on a tirade on uh, Twitter and. Yeah, she does that. You know what? She was a good actress. Like, isn't that the first Aunt Viv? I really liked. Yeah, that looks like the. uh, I don't know. I can't tell from that picture. It might be her. Does that? Mm, I don't know for sure. Because it looks like, if it is, it looks like him and, you know, Will Smith and her are having an interview together. So, yeah, well, I, I mean, Anyways. everything that I've read seems to be get like. She's got a paycheck, though. She's seen, <laughs> yeah, so I. I don't know. I think Second Aunt Viv gets a bad rep because I think she was good in the show. Yeah. But she didn't have any real storylines or anything. Like the first Aunt Viv was a more in-depth more character. character. Yeah. Yeah. Like she would do stuff. Like there were episodes about Aunt Viv, you yeah. know, and she was really good in the show. I thought she was a great actress, but I guess contract disputes or whatever mm-hmm. ended up seeing her leave the show. And I know that I've read interviews where she has blamed Will Smith because I yeah. guess they didn't get along or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it past, I don't know. Everything that I know about Will Smith, like today, seems like he would try to maybe fix that relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know for sure. That being said, I haven't really heard him speak. Like in interviews where people have asked him, he just says, you know, she's a great actress or whatever, and he just doesn't really want to talk about it or whatever. <laughs> but she's gone off on interviews before. Yeah. So I think if I had to guess, I would say that Ill Will is probably more her from side. her. Yeah. So. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Will Smith to be like, "Hey, you want to do an interview for this documentary or yeah. reunion or whatever?" I could see it. I could see it happening. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But I think I looked it up once. And she didn't really do much after that. Yeah. Like a couple of little things here and there. Huh. But anyway, both interviews were good. I think I just think the first one was better because there was better writing. Like, I think the second one suffered because they were trying to hide the fact that they recast her. <laughs> yeah. So they were, like, trying to keep her Minimize off TV it. as much as possible. Yeah. Because she gets, her character gets pregnant. and then Well, she was actually pregnant, then, right? I don't know. She might have been. But 
her character gets pregnant and then they like they like don't show her yeah. on TV for like three or four episodes right at the end of that season and then the next season they jump forward in time there's like baby Nikki or whatever mm-hmm. and then it's a new actress so okay yeah so there's like maybe maybe six to eight total episodes split across the end and the beginning of a season where they make that switch so okay but hmm. I don't know it's a little bit of Will Smith history from the far reaches of my brain because I don't really remember <laughs> it. I know that I looked it up when I was watching through it. So facts I remember that happening, may or but... may not be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's definitely like what I remember is based off things I read from interviews and stuff, but it might, like yeah. it might not be 100% accurate. But it's a decent enough, like if you're trying to get an idea of what happened, that's basically what happened. Yeah. Just not exactly what happened. Okay. So, but you get an idea. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, where's Wendy's from here? Oh, it's that way. <laughs> Wrong. It's that way. <laughs> no, it's that way. Yeah. This is my backyard, so. I was <laughs> just making a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were, like, correcting me. No, it makes, a, it makes a lot of sense for us to be pointing the directions on an audio podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> anyway, should we get into it this week? <laughs> I guess so. What's our topic this week, Zach? It is Tim Burton. It's a good thing I didn't I... look up a bunch of Tim Curry stuff. <laughs> Timothy Burton. I, uh, I'm getting a little excited for Halloween, and I'm jumping the gun. I'm getting it started early. That That's happens right. a lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> keeping a family friendly. <laughs> uh, so I went through, I pulled up his filmography here so we can go through this stuff. Um, and I went with directorial credits. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because he didn't have a ton of writing credits and some of the movies that he's kind of more known for, he didn't necessarily write. Yeah. I was going to say, um, he's got a lot. And he has a ton of, of producer producing credits. credits yeah. yes. But I didn't want to do that either because some things he's like so loosely attached to. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot like, of times it's here. Here's what? Yeah. Like I think he has 50 a grand and you right. get a producer credit. But I think he has a production return on uh, Batman and Robin or whatever, but yeah. he really didn't have much yes, to do with that. No, yeah. I think he just. He was set to actually direct that, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. And then he, we yeah. covered all this on the Batman thing. Yeah. He was, yeah. He had even signed Marlon Wayans to that's be right. Robin and stuff. But and then backed out, and that's why he got yeah, a producer the credit studios, out of it. That's right. The studios were upset at how scary the Penguin was and stuff like that. And they, he was like, all right, I'm ready to work on the third one. They're like, oh, don't you have like other stuff you want to do, man? Like, <laughs> 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 Like they basically told him like, Hey, maybe you want to do something that's more you while we sell Happy Meals over here. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I guess uh, I'll leave. That's right. And that's yeah. and that's the only reason he got a producer credit is just because yeah. he had already created some of the film. So just looking through some of his stuff for producers, I did not know who's involved Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and see, that's why I didn't select producer because... Like, I mean, that could just be like you're throwing money at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it mm-hmm. might not have really as much to do with that. Well, so, but I feel like director credits yes it's a good oh, yeah. feel like he's definitely directly involved in the movie even if he didn't write it well and that's i so. always want to know because i know i remember that's one thing that really drew me to abraham lincoln is in the preview it said from producer tim burton tim burton yeah they definitely and stuff like that and it's like oh you know yeah so i don't you know i don't recall seeing the name in the trailer 
I just remember yeah, seeing the either. premise and being like, yeah, I'm going to watch Sweet. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, because yeah. I just, I have my radar up for anything that looks so ridiculous it could mm-hmm. be sick, you know? Dude, and when he's chopping down trees, that and is they're legit. like exploding. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So cool. Anyway, uh, so his directorial credits, he did a lot of short films to start out with, and they start way back in 1971. Yes. Yeah. Um, the first thing listed here is The Island of Dr. Agor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did Prehistoric Caveman, Houdini, The Untold Story, Tim's Dreams, 97, Stock of the Celery Monster, King and Octopus Animation, Doctor of Doom, and some others, but this is where I got to one where I actually recognized and had seen it, because I have seen Vincent, which yeah. he did in 1982. Um, and actually, if you have the Nightmare Before Christmas Collector's Edition, you can watch it on there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's narrated by Vincent Price, um, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like okay. all stop motion and claymation. And uh, I wasn't yes. going to bring it up. My. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Anyway. There you go. I bleach it for You should definitely look. It's in the, it should be in the special features. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. I haven't watched this one. So. Yeah, it's short. It'd take you like 15 minutes to watch it. It's definitely worth it's your time. It's not even that. It's six, six minutes. minutes. Okay. Everything's, I was just guessing. Yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I know it's short. I just, I didn't watch it recently. I'm just saying it's short. Um. But yeah, it's six minutes long, apparently. So yeah, get it right. Check it out. It's worth your time. <laughs> Only six minutes. It's worth a watch yeah. for sure. There's some funny stuff in there. His dog's named Amber Crombie, and he turns into a horrible zombie. Ah. It rhymes. Uh-huh. It's good. And like I said, that uh, poet Vincent Price narrates the whole thing. So okay, it's pretty cool. Um, then after that, he did something called Luau. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Um. And then he did a TV movie, Hansel and Gretel. And then he did the Frankenweenie short, which I believe is also. Yes, that on, is also on. Yeah, on yeah. the collector's edition. And you can also get it on the Blu-ray of Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie, yeah. the animated that makes sense, one. Though. Or yeah. the stop motion one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. But I do remember it being on the yeah, collector's edition for yes. Nightmare. And that one, I remember they used to air that all the time on Disney Channel growing up. The short? Yes. Like, especially during Halloween. Huh. That's how I watched it, and that was back when Disney Channel was a premium channel. <laughs> so my pa- my parents never paid for cable television, oh, so we just had we, we just had basic. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we had basic cable, so we didn't have Disney. Okay, it was like a paid channel or whatever, yeah. you know. So we didn't have any of that. But when we'd go to like my grandma's or something, she did, and so then we'd watch TV See, just all day. I, I had a brother who knew his way around stuff. And somehow got <laughs> cable into our house. <laughs> Don't admit to felonies on our hey, podcast. He's statue not. of limitations. As <laughs> well as brother, this may or may not be true. It's true. <laughs> There's no evidence. All right. Well, next up, next up is 1985, and this is his first. This actual is his first big film, movie. Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which I have not seen. This movie you haven't? No. So I saw I'm, it. I'm not a huge Pee Wee Herman fan. I'm not either. So I saw this movie as a kid, and I remember thinking, eh, this is pretty funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I was a little older at the time, so even I, I mean, it came out in 85, which was before I was born, yes, but by the yeah. time I saw it, I was a little older. Uh, I don't know, maybe nine or 10, and I, at that point, I was like, eh, I'm a little too old for this, but... I could see why kids would like it. Yeah, you know, little kids. Well, and I've I've seen bits and pieces. Like the one part that I really remember is just Large Marge, you know, where she's the the ghost trucker and 
makes the weird face, and then she stops at a truck stop, and she's like, tell him Large Marge sent you. So <laughs> he goes inside, and he goes, uh, Large Marge sent me? And everybody just stops and quiet and looks at him and goes, Large Marge died 10 years ago. She's got a memorial over there, and he does a weird little scream. That's about all I remember of it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen it, so sounds as bad as it looks. It's Pee Wee Herman, so it is. What I've never it is. seen any Pee Wee Herman. People you haven't? To, yeah, he had a show. Yeah, he had a television show. Yeah, I knew he had show. a show. And then that show got immediately canceled when he got caught in a theater doing, theater doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing. It was one of those theaters where you're supposed to do that, though. I don't think you're <laughs> supposed to do that anywhere I don't think do you're supposed to do it public. to that extent. They were showing the adult films. Yes, yeah, but I don't but think I don't you're think supposed to be doing that it's, there. It's a wink and a nod type thing. <laughs> right, but I'm just saying, legally, you're not supposed to be doing that in said places. Maybe he got away with it other places, but that one he did not. It was not. new management. They didn't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, though, did you guys know? So I was Frank and Weenie. I started thinking about Pet Cemetery. It's the same concept, bringing a pet back to life at the yeah, beginning. Kinda. So I looked at pet it's more off of Frankenstein, but yeah. So I didn't know. Anyway, I yeah, seen Frank I can see why you'd link the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah I haven't seen Frank and Weenie. Oh, so no, you haven't? No, You're I didn't have Disney Channel. My parents weren't rich <laughs> or criminals. Whoa. I was gonna say they weren't rich. <laughs> see, that or your brother still in it. Hey, but uh. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> so I looked up Pet Cemetery, the book, when it was released. It was released the year before that. So I didn't know if there was any uh, inspiration coming from one from the other. I don't know. There could be. I mean, they're both not. messed up. So Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But he's right. Frank Probably Weenie not. is way more based off Frankenstein. Yeah. Than okay. yeah. Hmm. Um, then we jump forward another year, 1988. Or three years, I should say, from 85 to 88. And we get... The first of what I think the greatest Tim Burton collaboration team ever was Beetlejuice. with Michael Keaton, Beetlejuice. Very Amazing good. Amazing movie. That movie is so good, and I almost watched it this week. Yeah. If I had had more time, I would have watched it for sure, uh, but I was just so busy with Tony Hawk, bro. <laughs> um, I actually uh, caught it on Stars. taking up all my time. I was going to say, actually, I, c- I caught Beetlejuice on Stars. Like twice over the past few weeks, but it's always been the part where um, they come back as the monsters. Oh yeah! Like they they end up going there and come back like five years later, and they're monsters now mm. and stuff like that. So it's like halfway through the movie, and I thought, oh well, maybe I'll watch it. And I'm like, nah. Gonna, <laughs> I thought that story was headed somewhere. No, <laughs> I was watch it. I was, nah, nah. <laughs> I've got a couple other movies I can watch. <laughs> like the way he's talking in his face so excited make it seem no. like there's more to the story and then all of a sudden nah nah <laughs> like it's almost not worth mentioning <laughs> <laughs> oh heavens no Beetlejuice is worth mentioning no no your story oh okay <laughs> anyway this movie's definitely worth people's time uh, it's only an hour and a half long so it's it, not, I really like it's it it's not it's, so it, it, it's got a pretty good, decent pace I don't remember it uh, it doesn't uh, really dragon lag. or anything no. yeah um Great practical effects work in the movie. Some really cool stuff. The What's monsters the, all look great because that's Tim Burton's specialty. Yeah. He's good at making Yes, that. the weird monsters. What's the guidebook? Guidebook to being dead or you're recently dead? Something like that? Uh, a handbook for the... Yeah, a handbook for the recently, recently, recently departed. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that Which, one. They're going through there and there's all these other like monster 
things, and they're just like, what is going on? For for the collectors out there, they just released this on 4K um, like a couple weeks ago, Hmm. and it's actually a really cool set. It's $50, though, but you get the 4K movie, you get the handbook, you know, for the recently deceased, and you open it up, and it has a couple pages, and it actually comes with chalk. (laughs) <laughs> and you can open it up and it tells you how to do the whole square and the knock. And it's actually a really cool collector set. One of those where if I didn't already own it on Blu-ray, I might have put the money forth to actually get it. But I could not justify getting it. Is it really just because you don't have a 4K TV? No, I got a 4K. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got a 4K. And I got my Xbox so I can play 4K. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Beetlejuice is excellent. Yes, it is. And then after that, 89. Batman 89. Batman 89, which we won't spend a ton of time on because we've already done a two-part episode, two episodes (laughs) dedicated to Batman, of which the first one focuses heavily on the two Tim Burton Batman movies. But uh, this movie is phenomenal. And if you Mm think that... I mean, well, Thomas is one of those who thinks Christian Bale is the greatest Batman. But if you think anybody is better than Michael Keaton, you are wrong. Exactly. Because he is the best Batman. You are wrong. At least I don't like Batflick. Whoa. Oh, I like Batflick, too. I just don't no, rank no, him no, as high no. as he Yeah, does. exactly. That's what I mean. Because <laughs> you're, you're go, ranking you go, those all over the place. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Lizzie likes to bring that up because it's like, I'm like with you. I'm like. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it took a second to process because you were like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> anyway, this movie rules. Phenomenal casting, Jack Nicholson's Joker. And it's like the the, the world that he builds in the movie is just it's so really dark good. and mm-hmm. colorful at the same time. So good. I Never. think it's the perfect, uh, it's perfect Gotham in a sense. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I agree. It, I definitely agree. It is the best depiction of Gotham, I yes. think. Yeah. And super sweet Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jump ahead again. Man, he's just knocking it out of the park. These three movies here. Uh, 1990, new decade, new set of movies, and Edward Scissorhands. And he also finds a young actor in Johnny Depp, which this is his, I want to say, this is like his second or third big film. Might have been his second, because his first one, no. Because by this time, he had already done Nightmare on Elm Street and Cry Baby. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's and, been out for a while. And yeah. He was on but this Jump was, Street and other yeah, stuff. Yeah, Jump yeah. Street. But that, as far as films goes, I looked it up, and this was like literally Johnny Depp's like maybe third or fourth. Like it was the beginning of his career. Now but. you're going to make me have to look it up. <laughs> no, I mean, he did Night Before Elm Street, um, Slow Burn, Platoon. Um, I don't know about RPG. Um, yeah, but is this like his first leading role, though? Because I think um, that's what Zach meant. He was... I think it in might. Platoon he was a, a one of the main... Well, because I know dude. he had yeah, done Crybaby by this soldier, time. But I wouldn't say he's like the main guy. Well, right? not the main one, but he's... Crybaby, Crybaby, yeah, Cry he was a lead act, lead actor in and that then one. Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. So that's early leads for him. I'd say this is, yeah, I'd say this is his main jumping off point for film. For film, absolutely. Yeah, but. yeah. 
he was already known by yeah, 21 he definitely Jump Street. Was. He yes. for four yeah, years. He'd already been known by that. And then he, like I said, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. He, uh, isn't he the one that gets sucked into the bed? Yeah. And explodes him. all over the ceiling? Yep. Okay. That's right. That's how I like my Johnny Depp. <laughs> Exploded <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah. Exploded. I don't have to watch that dude no more. Ouch. <laughs> um, I don't hate him. I just I despise everything just, new. Just like him. I, I get it. I think we've had this conversation. All right. Well, anyway, this movie um, is hilarious. My favorite scene is the one where he's in the the waterbed and Winona Ryder's character comes home at night and he's just sitting there in the background like watching her <laughs> and it takes a while like she's like taking her makeup off or whatever getting ready uh-huh. to go to bed and she turns around and screams and he panics and stabs the bed with the scissors and water just spraying everywhere <laughs> so funny and then she's in the hallway screaming and he comes out the door he's just like soaked in water he's walking down the hallway because he's still got, like, he's got that, like, leather jumpsuit on. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. like, what's holding him together, essentially. Yeah. And he's just wearing everything on top of it. I don't know. It's just so goofy looking, you know. suspenders, the white shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie horrified me when I was a kid. Yeah? I yeah. had nightmares. I could see that. And I was trying to watch it last night because when I first saw it, I was young. And so I my memories are this demon needs to go back to hell where he belongs and die. <laughs> I was terrified. Yeah, it's it terrified me. And then I, so I took the opportunity actually this week to go back and watch it, which again, I hadn't watched it, you know, 20 years and got, got Katie to watch it with me. And I was thinking that she would get <laughs> horrified. Like the trauma right? <laughs> no, she loved it. She's like, that wasn't scary at all, dad. You're a wuss. And I'm like, oh, thanks. All right. I've seen the shows <laughs> that you let her watch. I'm not surprised. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> But I absolutely loved it. This movie screams Tim Burton, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's got that contrast between like where Edward Scissorhands comes from, this dark tower up above this like this town where everything is perfect and so brightly colored. Mm-hmm. Like every house is either bright blue or bright bright yellow or whatever. Green and yeah, just vibrant colors, and everybody is you know all the the men leave for work at the same time and all the ladies are like out jogging and gossiping mm-hmm. on the corner and everybody comes home at the same time They mow their lawn at the same time. It's like See, everything works like clockwork. And yeah. then he comes to town and kind of like kind of breaks it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good thing going. I, well, uh, I think the basically they're just trying to say like, Hey, nothing is, you know, not everyone fits in. Really? Yeah. That's what that movie is about. But. See, and this is you one of those You mean the guy movies. with scissors, right? <laughs> doesn't fit in with the normal Yeah, well, people. he starts to fit in. Like, he's giving everybody those crazy haircuts and stuff, you know? No. Where he's just like, have you not yeah. seen it? That's what I'm saying. I don't remember hardly anything. Oh, yeah. Well, so, he, being... so he becomes a hairstylist in the town. Well, and he also well, he starts uh, trims becoming... all the bushes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he starts trimming bushes, and then he moves on to, he trims the dog, uh-huh. and then that weird lady asks him to cut her hair, and so he's cutting her hair, and then he cuts everyone's hair, uh-huh. and he's like, just these blades are like zipping around people's yeah. heads all fast, and hair is flying everywhere and stuff, and everyone loves their ridiculous haircuts. Uh-huh. See, I um, remember parts of it, and it was only like... Probably the part where he was in the girl's bedroom. She's screaming. And then he's just all cut up on his face. And mm-hmm. it was terrifying. I don't remember how old I was, but I was young. And it just... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... But I would say this movie, if someone were to ask, like, I have never seen a Tim Burton movie. I want to know what he's all about. What do you recommend? I would say Edward Scissorhands. 
and yeah. you will get to know what Tim Burton is. And yeah, if you don't that, like it, don't even bother going to anything else. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's a good starting point. It's a quintessential Tim Burton film. Yeah. And Vincent Price plays yes. the inventor. And I, this was actually, I think, one of his last movies. He died like maybe a year or two after hmm. he did this. You may be right. I'll double check it. So... Uh, he lived until 2002, or at least that's when his last movie came out. Oh, did he live? Are you sure? I thought he died like... Actor, Half Hour to Kill, TV series. Wow. Played Gene Walcott. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of Zigzag in the Thief and the Cobbler Disney movie. That's underrated. I've never seen it. Well, that was 93. I think the 2002 one was footage. Because oh, it says here it? he died in 93. Oh, did he? Okay. He died October 93. Maybe he came back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is Vincent Price. So <laughs> you, you might not be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then he follows that up in 92 with Batman Returns with a return to form in my favorite Batman movie, personally. Uh, again, Does phenomenal better casting. Batmobile? I can't remember. Uh, I think it's basically the same Batmobile. Except this yeah. one lifts up on a big old pillar and can turn and pivot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, you guys should go and listen to our Batman podcast. <laughs> we cover a bunch of the ridiculous stuff the Batmobile can do. It does some weird stuff. Yes. Like, it's pronounced awesome stuff, not ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like he's, there's these gadgets built into the car that work in exactly one situation. Yeah. You know, So I guess well, he's, he's the prepared. most prepared person. But you just think that he'd... Drive a car that maneuvers streets easier. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have this piston come out of the bottom He's of the car, a... lift it up, and give it a 180-degree turn so you can drive off again. He's Meanwhile, a... the villains are escaping. See, but then he would you be have to prepared come to a complete for stop. when he needs to grapple up a building going down a dark alleyway and fly <laughs> That up. happens, too. Yeah, exactly. He's prepared, man. In one of the movies, the sides split off the car, and it becomes really skinny. See, it's true. <laughs> so you can go down an alleyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this movie, Michelle Pfeiffer as the all-time greatest Catwoman, and Danny DeVito as just amazing as the Penguin. Yeah, I'm excited I'm, to see how Colin say, Farrell I'm, does. That's what I'm intrigued to but see how I, Colin Farrell does, because this is the first time we've seen Penguin. Since then. And since yeah. then, in an actual movie. Mm-hmm. He was in the TV series yeah. Gotham City, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to see how that happens, how that works out. Yeah. So definitely watch those two Batman movies. You're missing out if you haven't seen them. And then after this, he teamed up with Mr. Depp again for the movie Ed Wood. Which I've not seen this, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I think it's got also Martin Landau, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in 1994. It's actually got a pretty good cast. Yeah. Two-hour movie. Yeah. Another, another good cast. Uh, this movie's all in black and white, and it's about a... Director. Yeah, a director, but he's like a... I can't remember if he's trans or if he's just a cross-dresser. This has even got your boy Bill Murray in it. Yeah. It's been a long... I, I've only seen this movie once, and it was a long, long time ago, so I don't really remember all Do you remember liking points, it? But I do remember liking it. I remember thinking it was good. So... And it's also... It's it's a bio... It's a bio... Uh, uh, Biopic? Biography, yeah, biopic. That's okay. what I was going for. So I don't know if it has anything to do with his sexual orientation or whatnot, but all the synopsis that I can see about him, like tons of different people labeling him as the worst director of all time. So, I, <laughs> I mean, I, that's all it says about it. It doesn't say anything. Yeah, well, the movie is good. 
He's known from for... what I remember. I mean, I really don't remember much, but yeah. I do remember enjoying it at the time. But Ed Wood apparently is known for being a terrible director. There you go. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, jump forward to 1996, and one of my all-time favorite. Yes. Tim Burton movies that I did watch last night, and it was oh so glorious. Inspired me to change my message alert tone on my phone. Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. I love this freaking movie. You need to get like a alien button. Oh yeah, we should Just get an alien na, button na, 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 for something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a horrible person. arguments getting out of control. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you haven't seen this movie, you should. Um, they should remaster this movie in 4K because the aliens don't it's look gotta be good. Coming. Yeah, I mean, the CG doesn't look great, but the movie is good. It's so funny. It the cast so is so far off in left field, but I mean it's he did it as a the the love interest of the old 70 yeah. you know, Mar or not Mar alien movies and right. stuff like that. That's what he was trying to trying to put it out as, but so this cast is just ridiculous. Like it's one of those movies where it's like, how do you get all these people to be in one movie? You know, dude, the cast is so, huge. Yeah, Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, Annette Bening, Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox, Rod Steger, uh, Christina Applegate, Tom Jones, Christina Applegate, um, Natalie Portman, Jack Black is in this movie, um, Jim Brown. So many people are in this film. It's ridiculous, and. Um, Jack Nicholson plays two characters. He's both the owner of a casino and the president of the United States. That's true. <laughs> and he is like the best part of the whole movie, in my opinion. He's hilarious. But definitely check this movie out. It's uh, a bit of a dark comedy, but it is hilarious. I, I love it. It's a super over-the-top, like... They do ridiculous things. At one point, they take the head off, <laughs> off of a woman Brosnan. and a dog. And they switch them. So there's a lady walking around with the dog's head and there's uh-huh. a dog with the lady's head. And she falls in love with Pierce Brosnan, who's also been decapitated. And so it's just their heads. And he's like a floating head. <laughs> a head from Futurama. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie is just hilarious. Michael J. Fox is a news, like a mm-hmm. anchor. Uh, news anchor, yeah, out in the field. And essentially, Martians come to earth and uh they so i was watching this last night and for some reason i remembered it like the bird is what causes all the problems and there's even a sign later that says no birds when they're (laughs) coming to the white when they're like going to the white house and stuff but like basically they meet and they've got like the the machine that's like translating for them yeah. back and forth, and everything seems to be going fine and peaceful. Until they release and the then birds. that hippie releases the dove. It's just one. Bird. Oh, is it just the okay? And it flies overhead, and they're watching it, and it's like getting closer and closer, and it does zoom in on the alien's eyes, but like that bird doesn't land or anything. He, he just- pulls a blaster out and blasts it out of the air, and then immediately all of the soldiers pull guns and they kill everyone. Uh-huh. So like. I don't think they were there to be peaceful, like yeah. like they said. They had the translator no even worked. <laughs> they were there to burn everyone down. But yeah, because even later they like they trick other like uh, countries mm-hmm. also. Well, I mean, yeah. it's a lot easier to kill people when they don't know you're going to shoot them. Yeah, that's true. But their guns are vastly <laughs> superior to the guns that yeah. we have. It's just. <laughs> It's turning everybody into red and green skeletons. 
<laughs> Again, great practical effects work in this movie. Um, I guess this would be his first big budget, like... Yeah? Like, I, I don't know how big the budget is, but this is his first, like, heavily CGI'd film, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to check, let's see what the budget well, was. And I'm even looking at this. This is your quintal 90s, you know, quintal so essential 90s cast. $70 million. So, uh, his first big budget movies were the Batman films. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But this is his first, like... I think this is, like, uh, his own adventure type yeah. thing. But... No, like the cast on here, I'm looking at it. You got Christina Applegate. Yeah, I just read all the names. Were you Did you just read all them? Yeah. No. I got I a text through, from like, my the wife. Whole cast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got a text from my wife, so I was reading that. That's my bad. You know what I didn't know? Christina Applegate was in this film along with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Jack Black? Yeah, Jack Black. Let's go over the cast again. Okay. Jim Brown? We, I don't think we covered that yet. Natalie well, Portman? Jack Black is like, so Natalie Portman the president's daughter. And she has a handful of lines and is important to the end of the film. Mm. Uh, Jack Black is the, I guess, who you would dub one of the main protagonists, the the boy. Yeah. The young guy, his, uh, he saves his gra- grandma and some other people. Jack Black plays the older brother who joins the military. And he dies, like, immediately. Yes. <laughs> has that. Yeah. And Christina Applegate is the girlfriend he leaves behind. To join the military. Yes. So she's also barely in the film. But this movie is great. Definitely watch it. I don't hear people talk about it enough. It is absolutely fantastic. It's so funny. All right. Jumping forward again, 1999. I know you like this one, Zach. Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Another Johnny Depp. This has one of my all-time favorite intros with Mist is creeping in. To that village and putting out all of the uh, lanterns. That's so sick. Yeah. I love it. I yeah, actually remember movie, seeing this in theaters. I didn't watch nice. it all the way through, but I saw some of it on TV a little while ago. And this movie is good. And I also really liked, um, what's his face? Is the Hessian? Uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yes. Um, Christina Ricci is really good in this. Also, Miranda Richardson is great. Uh, I'll, yeah. I, I like everything about it. Again, great practical effects. He is really good. Yeah. Like the headless horseman mm-hmm. looks really headless. All the weapons look good. All the the scenery looks great. The fog, how it rolls in and out when the mm-hmm. when the horseman is coming and stuff. Um, the only kind of wonky thing to me is when he dives in and out of that tree. Oh yeah, yeah. that looks not good. Yeah. But I think it's just a limitation of the special effects of the yeah. time. Yeah, but yeah, every time it doesn't look good. <laughs> oh man, like the first time it like catches you off your guard and you're like whoa, but then yeah. when he goes back in, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Let's redo that. <laughs> yeah, and then he comes out of it again, and then he when he dives back in there while he's holding. The main villain, the lady, I just said her name and I already forgot it. Miranda something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Miranda Richardson. Uh, after he grabs her and like jumps back into there because he bites her tongue off or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. That's and not it just how looks, you kiss a lady. It just looks weird, like <laughs> into this tree with blood everywhere. Anyway, the tree looks cool. <laughs> but the effect of a man on top of a horse diving into this yeah. tree with the horse and a lady, and doesn't look good. But the movie, I remember it being good. When they bring, he brings back Michael Guff into this. Who was Michael Guff and what? Alfred Pennywise from his first two Batmans. 
Oh. And he also plays Alfred in the next two as well. But he plays Alfred in the first Is four it? Batmans. What's his last name? It's not Pennywise. Isn't Penny or no Penny? It's Penny something. Isn't it Pennywise? No, that's the Pennywise. name of the clown from the it yeah. Pennywise the clown. It is Pennywise. Pennyworth. I'm Pennyworth. sorry. Say, I was close. I was going right. to say like penny feather or something, but I knew that was uh, wrong too. Penny worth. I'm sorry. How much is a penny worth? <laughs> but Sleepy Hollow, that's a great Halloween movie. Yeah, definitely. Definitely give it a watch this this uh, Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's rated R, and I think that's mostly just because of it's like the, the dead gut. bodies. Uh, the uh, gut. The blood. The yeah. gut. Well, yeah. also, they dig up. <laughs> the blood and gore, it was all mixed yeah, together. I think, <laughs> I think there's a decent amount of kind of gore in the film because he does dig up those dead bodies and do those, like he cuts yeah. them up and tries yeah. to figure out how they die. Well, and, and you like see that. a lot of headless bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so it's a little disturbing. I would say... Maybe don't watch it with kids. Yeah. Or do but, and scare but, the crap out of them. <laughs> I mean, there, there's no language. There's no anything yeah, else. Yeah, if you're it's looking for a just light, that. kind of a lighter Halloween film to watch, it's not. It's probably not going to give an adult nightmares. Yeah. This is the way to go. Yeah. Definitely good. Yeah. And then after this, 2001. He took his shot at Planet of the Apes. Yep. Uh, I saw this when it came out, and I have not seen it since. I do not remember liking it. Um... <laughs> I remember liking it. I was very upset about the ending. I don't know if you remember the ending. Yeah, where it's... Crash lands back on Earth and it's all monkeys. Well, yeah, so that's the weird thing is that it's like... That's why... So, he crash lands on an alien planet in the original Planet of the Apes, but it turns out it is just Earth. It's just inhabited by monkeys now. Oh, okay. That's what Mm -hmm. happens in the original See, I've never seen the originals. Oh, okay. Okay. I've seen the original movie. I didn't see all of the original films, but I've seen the very first one. And that's what happens. He crash lands. He's an astronaut. He lands on this planet. And these monkey people are running the show. Yeah, humans have been gone for centuries. Well, they're there. Aren't they? Yeah, but they're like wild animals now. Yeah. There's a scene, that's how they catch him, is he sees other humans and he goes there. They're being used as like slave labor and stuff like that. It's been a long time since they they can't speak English. They're they're wild animals, essentially. And apes have inherited the planet. And you don't know that it's Earth until the very end of the film. He's riding off with this girl that he likes. Um,. Because he befriends one of the apes, they help him escape. They let him go, and as he's rounding this, like edge of this mountain, you can see the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. is poking up out of the ocean, essentially. Yeah. And so then he's like, "No, you did it! No!" <laughs> Those they, damn dirty apes. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the human race killed themselves off with nuclear warfare or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, which I mean, they didn't kill themselves off because there's other humans in the movie but uh yeah that's what happens at the begin at the end of the first movie and so in this one they're like it's almost like they rewrote history because he lands on earth and it's inhabited by humans or apes again Mm-hmm. But then the twist at the end is that Abraham the Lincoln yeah, he, Memorial yeah, is he crash now lands in front of Lincoln ape. Memorial and it's an ape yes it looks exactly like Weird. Lincoln but he has a monkey face right but that's what happens at the very end of the film. So, like, it's almost like he time-traveled? 
or something. I don't something. understand. Yeah, it's like a twist. A black hole it's like they tried to redo timeline. the. I, this is the criticism everyone gives this movie, so I hate to just regurgitate it. But it's like he tried to retwist the twist of the original film, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard any criticisms of this movie. <laughs> it's actually funny. I did enjoy this movie when I watched it in the theaters. I went back it's and I watched cast. it a couple of years ago. Mark Wahlberg, and Tim Roth. It didn't Helena keep my Bonham attention Carter, through the whole thing. Michael yeah. Clark Duncan, uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, it's got a really good cast. Uh, I'm going to butcher their name, but Carrie Hiroku Tagawa. Tagawa. <laughs> Chris Christopherson. He's in Mortal Kombat. He plays Stella Shao Kahn. Is that right? Shao Kahn? Probably. It's Shere Khan. Shang Sun. <laughs> Shao Kahn is... That's Jungle Book. It's Shere oh, Khan. Yeah, that's yeah. the tiger, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was... Shang Tsung. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump forward again. Let's hit 2003, the movie Big Fish. And you have not seen this, correct? No. Dude, it is fantastic. That's, I've heard this I is one of his this. better movies, and yeah. yeah, I've not watched this yeah. one. It's a great movie. It's just a, a fun story. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Basically, this guy, this old man is on his deathbed, and he's telling a story, and it's, it's a big fish. You know, it's like Yeah, every story is crazier than the last. Yeah, he okay. embezzles everything that happens in the story, and it just gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> embellished. Everything that... He embellishes Embezzled everything that happens. He's just taking everything. That's right. And... Uh, the story just gets bigger and bigger and crazier and crazier. And uh, another well-cast movie with great yeah. practical effects and the sets are amazing. I didn't know Ewan McGregor was in it. Yeah, Ewan yeah, McGregor is the main character. Um, well, he plays the young main character. Yeah, He's essentially who's telling the story throughout the film. Yeah, the older him is telling the story. Okay. The, the live version of the story that he's telling. Yeah. Um, Albert Finney plays the older Ed Bloom. Uh, Billy Crudup, Jessica Lange, Helena Bonham Carter again, Allison Lohman. Uh, Which I think this is the time. Marion Cotillard. Mm-hmm. She looks familiar. Yeah, Inception and oh, know, okay. Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else here? David Denman. Yeah, I don't know if I know him from anything else. But anyway, he's the cast on, is really uh, good. He's uh, Pam's first husband or boyfriend from The Office. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, he's yeah. like Roy. Yeah. yeah, Roy, that's his name. He's in quite a few things, actually. Um, and that guy, uh, Matthew McGrory, he was part of the, in the 90s, that wrestling faction that came out to Insane Clown Posse. Oh, yeah. yeah. He um, was part of that. The I forget what they called They always them. had a... Cartman, yeah, and they were South Park fans. Yeah, he's in this movie. I can't remember the name of that faction. Wasn't he the giant? Yeah, in uh, Game of Thrones. No, no, no he died Was back it? in two thousand five. Oh, okay. He was huge though. Yeah, big he was. dude. Anyway, this movie's great. Lovable story, great cast. Definitely give it a shot. Yeah, I would say it's it's an excellent movie. It being my top three maybe five of this of tim burton oh of tim burton yeah. i thought you were making no you give me the crazy eyes there. no no <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie i don't know i'd have to rewatch it i mean it's your top five <laughs> do what you want with it <laughs> i don't think he was that wrestler usually i sure usually imdb gives him credit for that stuff and he's not in any wwe anything i'm not seeing anything on it 
That being said, I'm not 100% positive, but this is a movie, though, that I would like to go back and watch. Definitely worth the time. Yeah. Um, one thing we missed is uh, the world of Stainboy. This is actually, so last, last year, um, I ended up going to Vegas and uh, the old sign museum that they have there, the Neon Sign Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did a little special exhibit for, uh, for Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. And it was actually cool. So the Beetlejuice sign that's in the movie, it says Beetlejuice, 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 oh, okay. and has it pointing down. They actually had that legitimate sign there yeah. from the movie. That was there. Um, but they actually had a lot of his drawings from his earlier stuff. And this one, I didn't know this. Stain Boy was like one of his earlier concepts back in the 70s. Huh. And one of his... Like actual, like almost like a like the, his version of Superman, I guess in a sense. Okay. And uh, anyways, I didn't realize he finally got to make a little short. It looks like only six episode animated short about it, but and I have no clue what it consists of. I just yeah. think you know, I just know this is one of his earlier concepts. Um, hmm. that he had an idea for. Yeah, the whole thing only has four actors in it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I like one of the characters' names. Boy with nails in his eyes. <laughs> uh, well, I, I know, I that, mean, I know that, that that Lady Luna Vachon was part of that faction, but I can't look it up for whatever reason. But okay. I'm pretty sure that guy is in there. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Rory. Next movie, 2005. The worst, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> I do think this is worse than the original film. That being I said, I do this think movie... this one is great, though. <laughs> so I will admit, the original one with Gene Wilder is better, but I do love this version as well. I'm glad you said that because last week, I believe you said that you liked it better than the original and Did I, got, I? Yeah, because I got. Are you sure? I got a little upset because I thought you were a crazy person. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this I movie, might have missed this movie I made, apologize. Thank you. This, <laughs> this movie made a ton of money, so obviously oh, yeah. people really liked it. I don't look back on this movie fondly. I think nope. this is kind of the where Tim Burton has started to kind of roll There's a decline. Off. Yeah. Um, I could see why people like it, though. Bright, colorful. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some funny stuff in there. Um, his kind of twist of humor is in there. Like when they first walk into the courtyard for the chocolate factory and it's like playing that, it reminds me of that. Like it's a small world oh, yeah. after mm-hmm. all kind of thing going on. And then it all like melts and yeah. bursts into flames. And then he's uh, on the chair. Doesn't do, does the swivel thing. And he's on the chair, I believe, or I don't know. I can't remember, but so do you know in the original one where Gene Wilder does the trip and fall while mm-hmm. he's walking out? He improv that. Oh, really? Yeah, to make it so that from the beginning people would think that they couldn't trust anything that um, Willy Wonka was doing or saying. That's awesome. Um, I will admit the one thing I did not like out of this movie um, is the Oompa Loompas. I didn't like how they got one guy and then just digitized him basically and used the one guy as to be the Oompa Loompas. I like the original how everyone was different and I don't know. 
You mean like real Oompa Loompas yes. are the clone <laughs> army yes. of Charlie and, the, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory universe. Yeah. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when you impersonate one, the equivalent of Princess Leia can say, aren't you a little short for an Oompa Loompa? <laughs> I mean, no one would say that because they're so small, but just saying. But, no, I... Yeah, I like I, this version of it. I I understand why people like it. For I'm sure. I'm intrigued. I haven't read the book, and I'm intrigued to know which one actually follows the book more, this version or Gene no Wilder's idea. version. I mean, they're they're similar, but I think this Charlie and the Chocolate Factory actually goes in more into depth about Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka's right? past, like about who Willy Wonka is. I think that's you know, Tim Burton spends yeah, a little bit more time. They don't do that at all in the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. The first movie, see, and I think maybe, the, so don't get me wrong, I'm, I do think, I think both movies have their merit. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of either film, the original yeah. or the new one. It's, they're just weird films. Yeah, I, mean, I like stuff concepts. about both of them, and I dislike things about both of them. Yeah, um, but uh, I think the original one is darker, you know, and I think it's odd that. It is. Tim Burton would make a less dark film. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot of his stuff leans dark. And I mean, it's not, nothing he does is really morbid. You know what I mean? It's like, just, or anything. It has it's that just, darker it, feeling to just it. Grim. It's dark. Yeah. And this wasn't. It was way, way more happier, colorful. Yeah. 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 Which I'm not against. It just, it didn't, it's not to his me, normal, it doesn't fit in. You know? It didn't have his normal touch. I think it. it has yeah. his touch there, but it's not his normal touch. You can yeah. tell that it has. You can tell Johnny Depp's crazy, and that's where his touch is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so 2005, The Corpse Bride. This is another movie I watched this week for the first time. So really? Yes. I I loved it. I also love this movie. I think it's great. I think it's Didn't really it take good. like three years to make or something I think ridiculous? so, because it's another stop motion. Yeah, and that's just beautiful. I love films that are like that. Yeah. I wish they would do more of them. Um, did you catch the Jack Skellington yeah, there's a little pirate tribute, yeah. in the movie. No, so like when oh, I, I'm thinking of James. I was and the gonna Giant say Beach. that that sounds like James and the Giant yeah, Peach. But there is a Jack there's Skellington. There's something in there. I don't uh, remember what it Easter is. Egg in yeah, here. Yeah. Okay, like one of the skeletons has in his like head the background or something. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have to go back and look for that. Mm-hmm. It's and the dog is very very similar to no. He looks it? a lot like Zero. Yeah, it's, it's like the skeleton version there's of a, Zero. He has like the same oh, head. There's a fan theory out there that this is. Jack Skellington's earthly life. Oh. You know, that's, yeah. Hmm. Before he became Jack the Pumpkin King. Hmm. That's a fan theory. It's never been discredited or anything, but. It works. Yeah, it could work. I mean, watching the movie, I was like, it could work. I could see it. Yeah. And for those of you who have listened so far through the podcast, we're not skipping (laughs) James and the Giant Peach or. That's right. Or Nightmare Before Christmas. We're going to save those till last. Yes, which. There's some fun things. He about technically that. didn't direct those two films. No, yeah. so I guess we should have no. clarified that earlier when we were talking about which <laughs> films we were going to cover. I, those movies are great. We're not skipping them. I've got them earmarked for the end. <laughs> Just a before we. I mean, I don't know. We'll touch on it. Did he have something to do with James and the Giant's Peach? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He produced it, and it's like his animation style. Uh, like okay, had, uh, yeah. I knew it was his animation style. I just didn't know he had anything to do with it. It was book. based on a book. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't direct it, but he did produce it. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you can tell. It's yeah. Got, yeah. It had yeah. I could tell. I just wasn't sure. Because mm-hmm. I know the, the direct. 
So the guy, I mean, well, yeah, not to... Anyways, the guy who directed those three movies, or those two movies, is actually... I mean, it's the same director. So, yeah, same director for the both of the movies. Yeah, Henry Selleck. Yeah. All right, back to the corpse. Anyways. <laughs> uh, this movie is a pretty fun watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got Johnny is... Depp again. Dude, he's, he's plays yeah, the using guy. the same cast over and over. Well, and that's over. one thing I I've noticed about he's uh, got about Tim 10 Burton people. He keeps in you go through all of them, and yeah, even his earlier movies, it's just mm-hmm. a little bit of rotation, you know. Get yeah. The same people. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. This movie's great though. Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter, Emily Watson, Christopher Lee. He was Dracula, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. Overall, just a great cast. Yeah, Michael Guff again. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely, I mean, every director, when they get to a certain point, they just like to reuse people, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think But he's they been get reusing people from people. the very beginning, though. Yeah, absolutely. I just think you get but comfortable. I mean, everybody does. Sense, it just depends on when your beginning is. Because, like, we like Guy Ritchie, right? Yeah. And, I mean, he's he's getting ready to do another movie with Statham. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, I mean, he doesn't I never have thought that movies, would happen again. But, but then again, Guy Ritchie's becoming a bigger director now. Um, no, Corpse Bride. Um, again, I mean, it. I like to, the songs. Yeah, yeah the good. songs were good. Um, to put into perspective with stop motion, um, if you have Disney Plus, um, they have this uh, behind the scenes. I can't remember the name of the show, but they do behind the scenes of a bunch of Disney movies, and they actually did one on Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. and it gives you an idea on stop motion and how insane it is. To do yeah, it, like there's Jack the Scale or Jack the Pumpkin King. He had like forty different heads. Yeah, for and, different vowels. Yeah, for different stuff. things, and you have to interchange it, mm-hmm. and move the body, and take your take a five second video, and then change it again. Yeah, there's this animated movie insane. came out recently. I think it's called like The Abominable Snowman or something like that. Abominable. Abominable. Yeah. Oh, um, with uh, Hugh Jackman. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that movie at the end during the credits they play a time lapse of the scene where they're on the carriage going through the forest. That's right, yes. And they that's a set. I thought, I knew it was, I mean, I know it's a stop motion film movie, but I assumed that more of the set would be just animated. You yeah. know what I mean? Like green screen, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. They built the whole set. And you see them like, moving it's a time much. lapse yeah. moving it along. So they're moving, like the characters are moving like you saw them in the movie. But these people, like, you can tell it took a long, (laughs) long time to do. Yeah. And And they're going down a piece of, like, a set. They're rolling this carriage down a set that's maybe maybe 15 feet long. Like, it's not that long, you know. And I think on the special features when I watched this, it was something like three or four days of work um, for every... For every, like, like, five minutes or ten minutes of film. It wasn't even that much. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, 30 seconds or something ridiculous. Um, And that... Sorry, that Bigfoot one, it's Missing Link. Oh, Missing, oh, Missing Link. Yeah. Okay. So it's Bigfoot, not the Abominable Snowman. Yeah, the, there was the an Abominable also, that with was the cartoon. Yeah. 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 So thanks for correcting me. That movie's pretty good, though. Yes, no, that Link. Missing Link was actually um, really good. Yeah, I, I watched the special features for Nightmare Before Christmas a long time ago, and yeah, there's a whole thing in there about how long yeah. it took and... Stuff like that. Also, uh, you guys ever seen the show Wallace and Gromit? I love Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, so I watched special features on when they made the show, not the movies, but like they they used to have a show. Mm -hmm. And like in some of the 
if you're watching like scenes in the kitchen, if you pay attention, if it ever zoomed out, zooms out, you can see like the tablecloth meets the floor, yeah. but it's not always straight. And you can just see there's like just teeth, like the clay teeth from oh. Wallace all over under the kitchen <laughs> table because they're constantly falling out of his face and they just push it under there and just put new ones in. Okay. Because it's so hard to like yeah, get them back, get them back in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's easier to just put in a new mold, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> and then they just take it out and ball it up. Yeah. <laughs> Remake the molds. Yeah, so you can see them like kind of poking out from underneath because they just yeah. like scoot them under there or whatever. Um, and I feel like there was one more stop motion movie where I saw a really cool like kind of featurette on how it was made. But I mean, there's like Chicken Run, the same thing. As yeah, Chicken Run. Yeah, but that's not. I didn't. I didn't watch any speechless mm-hmm. special features for that. But yeah, that's the same animators yeah. who made Wallace and Gromit. Anyway, I'm moving along. 2007. Sweeney Todd. I hate this movie. I love this movie. Well, I'll let you talk about it. I didn't think it was bad. It was a fun story. The actual real story is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and that's so I've actually had the opportunity to see this uh, play on stage. Yeah. Um, It was uh, by one of the higher ups out in Salt Lake. I mean, it's uh, I can't remember what theater it was. But it was the legit, you know, normal one that they would put on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually, the movie follows that really well. Yeah. You know, the actual script written for theater or for the, on the Broadway and stuff like that. So, but I love this movie. I love the music. I think it's the only thing Johnny Depp could get away with singing because <laughs> yeah. it's more talking singing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Talking to music. Well, and I remember I watched <laughs> a feature. The page out of- uh, William Shatner's playbook yeah. on that one. Well, and I watched the featurette on it, and I know uh, Tim Burton was like, "I've got to get J- Johnny Depp to do it. It's, it's my guy. I want him yeah. to do it." And they presented it with Johnny Depp, and he's like, "I can't sing." And Tim Burton's like, "We'll make sure you can do it." And he's like, "All right, so if you think I can do it." You're telling me Tim Burton is the reason why we have the Hollywood Vampires, that band. That's Johnny Depp's band. Is it really? Yes. I didn't know he had. A, yeah, I didn't he know he had a band. Doesn't he just play bass? I thought he was a singer for it. I think he just plays bass. Uh, maybe I'm mistaken, but <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and that band existed before this movie did. Oh, did for it? sure. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and this movie too. I mean, again, Johnny Depp, Lena Bo McCarter. I mean, that's his duo for pretty much mid nineties. Really? Married Depp. to her? That's he, his was. Wife. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was. They're divorced. Okay. Yeah. She didn't get the last role. Alan Rickman, uh, Timothy Spall, which he's huge in the Harry Potter movies. Um, Alan Rickman of Die Hard fame. Yes. (laughs) So did you know that the (laughs) Galaxy Quest? Yeah. The uh, we made some kitty movies that weren't very good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mister Mister Snape. So uh, the actual I wasn't building bring up. Yeah, <laughs> where the story happened, where in England, where this was all taking place, yeah. is still standing. I, I was gonna say, I think you yeah, remember we touched on this a little bit before yeah, when we did the play, it. the plays episode, the musicals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. I didn't know this was based off of a true story. Mm-hmm. So a candy maker and a butcher. Interesting. And then yeah, the butcher started doing the. Uh, um, the barbershop as well and then they were like they had a secret wall that they were passing body parts and stuff through in their basement it's wild dude see this movie and 
maybe it's just because, like I said, I've definitely become fatigued on Johnny Depp. Like, mm-hmm. I just am not interested in seeing things that he's doing. Yeah. And it started a while back, you know. Yeah. Like, I liked the the movie The Secret Window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there, I've liked some other things here and there also. But I feel like this movie came out right in the middle of, like, you know, he's doing, like, the Pirates thing, and he's doing the yeah. weird guy with the dead bird on his head in that one movie. The Lone Ranger, and then he's doing, you know, Willy Wonka, and he's doing Alice in Wonderland, which I'm sure is coming up here in a yeah, second. It's his next movie, and then he's doing like just a million movies. He did, I don't know, just a ton of stuff. And yeah, I, I mean, just, this was big I just thing. stopped. He caring. saturated the market. Yeah, John John <laughs> Dillinger, exactly and Public what he Enemies. Sa- he was in like everything yeah. for a little while. Yeah, and some of them are good. Like yeah, I like is, the Public Enemies yeah, movie. Yeah, it was good. This some is when he was good, spitting but, out like two to three movies. Yeah, a year. he did that movie the about the it's like takes place in like i don't know he's wearing like a wig and white powdered makeup on his face or whatever i don't know if we ever do johnny depp's filmography we will eventually (laughs) anyway he yeah he did just so many movies there for a little while and i just got so tired he was in a lot of debt though that's why (laughs) i bet (laughs) he had a a voice coach he had to pay for. <laughs> Let's see if I can look up what the name of that movie was. I was trying to look. I I like Black Mass. He was in that. You know, that was a lot different than I thought it yes. was going to be. Still a good movie, so, but different. It was good, but I was a little let down because I was expecting something more out of it. Yeah. The Libertine. Hmm. Yeah, that was the movie I was thinking hmm. of. I went and saw that. It was not what I thought it was going to be. I think I actually walked out of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just had a sheer boredom. Like, I was like, dude, I'm not sticking around for this. Interesting. Yeah, he just put out like a ton of movies. Like, look at this. So, and, oh my gosh, dude, it's crazy. I told you I this thought. about that time. It's about two to three movies a year. In that, it's too much in man. that mid 2000s too much too much for you not yeah. for me so in 2004 <laughs> i think the only movies he did so he did the secret window in 2004 and that movie the libertine as well as appearances on king of the hill and uh he did a movie called happily ever after i don't think i've seen that is that the one where you it has something to do with peter pan no, that's, no, that's Finding, Finding Neverland. Neverland. Oh, okay. Uh, that's another Anyway, then he did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Corpse Bride, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, what the heck? Was one of these a game? Oh, yeah, Voice. One of these a game. So he did Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Then right after that, At World's End. Then Sweeney Todd. Then he was in SpongeBob. Then the Imagitory. Imaginarium. Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, Public Enemies, Alice in Wonderland, Tourist, Rango. And that's all in like two, three years. Uh-huh. It's way too much. Nah. <laughs> so much stuff. I'm okay with it. You can you can be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> you can be okay with it enough for all someone's, of us. Someone's got to love him. And I will be that hey, guy. He has Tim Burton for that. I've said multiple times he makes good movies. Sometimes. Sometimes they can be. I get <laughs> he it. Has I get movies. it. He can he can oversaturate the market. I mean, anybody any actor anybody can. Do can. That. Nicholas Statham Cage did it a few it. years back. Yeah, remember he did like a bunch of movies, and then all of a sudden he was cranking out like two 
additional transporter films, and yeah. then he was in a movie where he was a knight. Uh-huh. And it's like, dude, no knight's going to have a head shaven that clean. It's <laughs> <laughs> medieval times here, bro. <laughs> they didn't make things that sharp. <laughs> well, awesome. actually, they did. <laughs> I'm just saying. It didn't look like it was actually medieval times. Because they were driving around cars? No, because he's wearing sneakers. So I don't know. Uh, all right. Back to Tim Burton. Anything else to say about your musical? No. All right. Alice in Wonderland, 2010. Uh, again, he's going to the well of Johnny Depp, <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter. Um, let's see. Anne Hathaway in this one. Crispin Glover. Yeah, Crispin Glover. Uh, Michael Sheen. Yeah, Michael Sheen. Alan, Alan Rickman again. Yeah. Timothy Spall. Anyway, I've seen this movie once. I don't really remember anything about it. I remember thinking it looked awful. <laughs> Martin, yep. like visual. I did not like the style visually. It was like it was, it was like they went back to <laughs> yes, it was. But like for me, it was like they went back to the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory like. Mm-hmm. Exactly, visuals and then yeah. just cranked that knob cranked See, up the you know, weird <laughs> but if you think about it though Alice in the Wonder Alice in Wonderland is oh yeah it's supposed to be trippy messed up trippy looking. book yeah so for Tim Burton I mean I think this was just it was meant to be if you ask me hey you guys want to do shrooms and watch this <laughs> <laughs> might not want to <laughs> the only way it's going to make sense the walrus and this. the carpenter were walking through the park <laughs> I was going to say, this this one wasn't. It was the second one was Alan Rickman's pretty much final film. But uh, through the looking glass. But this is a great one. I, I Alice in Wonderland, it's another thing I think that screams Tim Burton. It's it's perfect for his visionary technique. You know, it's it's all the, I mean, it, it shows enough darkness, but it does have a lot of color to it as well. Yeah. But. You know when you when you say the words Tim Allen's doing, Tim Burton, Tim. or yeah, Tim Burton's <laughs> doing, do you, I don't know. Er? <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> uh, when you like when you hear that Tim Burton is doing Alice in Wonderland, it sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. I just I guess I just didn't like the execution yeah. as much because it, you do have to remember I, it was me, Disney. So true, that it is a Disney property. Might have played into it you know and this is after pirates and yes. i don't know where lone ranger is and well he didn't do lone ranger but uh no, johnny depp Brock did yeah. not tim burton yes <laughs> sometimes yes. it's hard to separate yeah. them um, <laughs> but uh yeah i guess that makes sense that i it's mean a disney property but it just seemed like to me when i think tim burton i guess i just always jump to my favorite films yeah which are which, I mean, dark and like black and white, and that was his '90s stuff. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think he should go back to that. Like, that's what people fell in love with. And granted, mm-hmm. you want to grow with an artist, like you want to see them progress and do new things. Just you do want to see that. that. Much. But <laughs> I'm just, to me, it feels like he's abandoned that stuff. Yeah, you know, and like he'll throw you an Easter egg here or there. Yeah, but you know, maybe revisit some of it a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I mean, The Big Fish is a colorful movie. Yeah. It's not dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's a happy story. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. you want to get to the end of it. I mean, yeah, there's some heartbreak and stuff in it, but, like, you know, yeah. it's a good story. I just, I don't know. To me, it just didn't resonate with me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I saw it, and when it was over, I was 
No need it to watch like it again. It looks like a more mainstream film. Yeah. Because there's no really weird creatures. You know, it. you got to get back to like what got you to where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And do some of that. I mean, yes, evolve and change over time. But I just feel like to me, sometimes it feels like Tim Burton lost what made him Tim Burton in the first yeah. place. Which in one of his upcoming movies, And I would say the same movies, thing about like Steven Spielberg. That. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that guy, like you slap his name on a movie, it's going to make millions of dollars. But when was the last time you fell in love with the Steven Spielberg movie? Uh, Ready Player One. I did not like that movie. I love that movie. No thanks. I just, I think <laughs> it's, I think it's a really fun Easter egg hunt. And that's, to me, that's the end of it. See, I see. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that movie. And the book is even better. I, I uh, would imagine so, because yes. the movie didn't set the bar very high. <laughs> <laughs> Fair right. enough. Anyway, back on track. Um, Dark Shadows, yeah, 2012. Dark Shadows, which is a remake of an old 70s TV show. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, I saw this movie, and didn't they do something weird? Like, they they had to re-film like a bunch of takes, and I think they had to CGI out Johnny Depp's blinks. Because he's he doesn't blink at all during the film. I believe so. Yeah, something I like that. I remember something weird like that when I watched. Because I didn't see this. So I, have no I didn't idea. see it in theaters, but I I believe I rented it at one point, huh. and that's weird. So he's not. Yeah, <laughs> like physically rented a copy of something. So he's not supposed to be blinking. Features. Right, he's like he's a vampire. Yeah, he's, so he's a vampire, dead, and... so he doesn't blink like he... the whole movie. So if he blinked like too many times, they'd have to reshoot the scene without him blinking, hmm. and then the random like just. You know, ones you couldn't control here yeah. or there, they edit them out. Huh. But he gets uh he gets Michelle Pfeiffer back. Yeah. She finally comes back for a Tim yeah, Burton movie. Um and then Eva Green, which I feel like is his new Helena Bowman Carter. I'm okay. With I'm that. starting to see Eva Green in more of his movies. I like Eva Green, she's a great so, actress. Yeah. Christopher Lee was in that too. Johnny Depp again. Jack Earl Haley. Chloe Grace Moretz was also in that. So, I mean, he it seems like he puts together decent casts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's right. I forgot Alice Cooper was in this one. Oh, was he? Yeah, what? he plays himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, 2012. Uh, Frank and Weenie. Stop motion. Goes back to his roots. And this movie is great, This movie by the is way. wonderful. Um, I have not seen it all the way through. But I feel confident in saying that because I've seen bits and pieces mm-hmm. and clips and lo- like long segments of it here and there. It's just that I'm never able to watch the it whole just, thing. But I would sit sit through it if I was able to. It's just it's always seems like I get home and the kids and Lizzie have been watching it, and so I can watch the end uh-huh. or like they're watching it. But now I have to go to work, mm-hmm. you know. So like I'd never watch the whole thing, and I just haven't like moved it up to the top of my like to-do list of movies. It just But everything I've seen from this movie is fantastic. I think it just brings back the original love of Johnny I mean not Johnny Depp, uh Tim Burton movies. Exactly. It brings it back to his roots, mm-hmm. like you had mentioned. Uh but again, I mean Winona Ryder comes back. Catherine O'Hara comes back. Mm-hmm. Martin, Martin Short. Short. Martin Landau. Well this is, Martin Short's only done two movies, I guess, with him, right? This one yeah, and uh, Mars Attacks. I guess so, yeah. But uh, Winona Ryder comes back. Yeah. Great, great voiceover cast. I mean, uh, Conchata Farrell actually comes back. She is in Edward Scissorhands. She plays she? one of the house moms. The She's kind oh, of the okay. bigger lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know who she is. Uh, anyway, this movie is great. 
definitely a watch with the kids type movie. It's it's also more lighthearted than his other um, uh, stop motion films. Yes. Yeah. I think this is by far like the most uh, upbeat. breezy. Yeah, <laughs> the most upbeat for sure. Mm-hmm. Like Definitely good pace. It's a fun watch all the way through. It doesn't mm-hmm. like that's kind of one of the things that maybe I hold against uh, uh, James and the Giant Peach is oh, that yeah. the movie kind of slows down yes. at, at parts. Yeah, and I do love that movie, but yeah, it just you know it doesn't keep moving. Mm-hmm. You know, it definitely hits some stalls along yeah. the way. Well, and that's and what's cool about this freaking Winnie. Um, so when I when this movie was coming out, um, I was in Disneyland at the time. And at one of their uh, special places or whatever, you go in there and they actually had the actual characters from the movie, oh, the clay cool. characters and stuff inside. You can go walk around. They did this huge special thing for it. It was actually really cool. I mean, to see the detailed work again in this, you know, stop motion stuff, all the little small details that they've got to go into. Hmm. It's just, it was pretty cool. Hmm. That's awesome. Um, when I went to Seattle, um, we went to, they have, Two museums that share the same building. Just mm-hmm. one half oh, the, uh, is the science fiction museum, and the other half is the like music. The music. Yeah. So we went through the science fiction portion of it, and they had some cool stuff. Like they had the queen alien over one of the tunnels you walk through. So okay. she's like straddling yeah. the tunnel, essentially, you walk under her. But they had one of the blasters from Mars Attacks. Like, That's because awesome. at one point, <laughs> The kids pick up the yes. alien blasters. They had one of those on display in there. Pretty sick. Nice. It doesn't even. Uh, I can't remember his name, the the big bodyguard black mm-hmm. dude or whatever yeah, he gets from one Caesar's too. Palace. Doesn't he get one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was at the Science Fiction Museum, I took a picture of uh, one of the Ninja Turtles that was there, and the guy comes running over and says, hey, 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 no pictures. What? Yeah. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And he's, yeah, no pictures. I'm like, okay. Just, was it on a cell phone? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, this was way back. Because I know when I went to that museum... Uh, in Vegas mm-hmm. with the Tim Burton special, it was no photography as in cameras, but I could pull out my cell phone and take pictures as much as I wanted. Because yeah, this was but. so weird. Why do they do that? Like, yeah. it's not like you can't print stuff off your phone, <laughs> right? Yeah. And this you can was take back pretty good pictures two, with your phone now. Well, this was so. back in 2007, I oh, think. See, you're gonna get some oh, rainy okay. photos. That's anyway. around the time I was there, too. But I remember taking pictures with my cell phone, and nobody said anything. Yeah, weird. Hmm. Anyway, because they had some artwork there. Uh, yeah, I get it from, from Star Wars, like some concept art framed. Yeah, and I took pictures of those. I used it as like my background screen for my phone for a long time. Yeah, I, don't know, <laughs> I got in trouble, and my dad was with me, and he was like, "Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> couldn't get it." And I had my t- picture taken with Klaatu. Yeah, <laughs> from well, the giant robot guy. Yeah, so not Klaatu because that's Keanu Reeves, but the same movie, mm-hmm. the robot that like is standing watch from the day the earth stood still or whatever. Because yeah. when I went there, they had that like when you walk in the building to like pay, mm-hmm. he was like right there. That's awesome. Yeah. I told Ashley about Klaatu as a name for the baby, and she was what? <laughs> no. Uh, and then Jackson was in the back seat. What did you just say? Said so Klaatu. Was like. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we got to start hanging out some more after work so I can win the naming rights to your child. <laughs> All right. So after Frank and Winnie, we got Big Eyes. Uh, I don't know anything about this I movie. I have no interest in seeing it. Much as I love Tim Burton films, this one just, I don't know. 
Based off of a true story. Amy Adams. Christoph uh, Waltz is in this? Yeah. yeah. So basically what it is is Amy Adams is an artist. Kristen Ritter. And Christoph Waltz plays her husband, and he actually takes credit for the fo- for the drawings that she does. Oh, I think I remember seeing a preview for this. It actually might be really good. I've just had no interest in seeing it. So Christoph Waltz makes me want to see it. Mm-hmm. Seems that this one looks like more, more of a serious movie. Kind of like... Uh. Big fish, I guess. I don't it's know. It's based off a real story. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I might have to add that to my list. So. All right. And then Miss you go into. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, 2016. Yes. I have not seen this. Based off a book series. Pretty sure I own it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eva Green, Samuel Jackson, Judy Dench, Rupert Everett, uh, Chris O'Dowd. Terrence Stamp. Ella Purnell. I like her name. (laughs) Ella Purnell. (laughs) This movie, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. There's a part in here where how you had mentioned how he likes to throw Easter eggs in there. Mm -hmm. There's a part at the end where a bunch of skeletons start attacking. Completely just, it screams Tim Burton. Goes back to his old days. One of those things where it gives you a glimpse of where he used to be. That's cool. But... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why this reminds me of like what was that uh, Jim Carrey movie where it was like something about oh Lemony Snickets yeah yeah I don't know why but just how it makes sense yeah all those things became like all so popular at the same time yeah. and it seems like more stuff just keeps coming out about all those same things mm-hmm. I just want nothing to do with it <laughs> so I didn't see this movie and I won't if you uh, own it twenty nineteen that doesn't mean he's gonna watch it well all right fair enough my kids watched it They've seen and then. The last movie he has done is Dumbo. 2019. Yep. Which this was perfect Tim Burton. Really? I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I think it's It prob- screams a little Disney. Michael me, Keaton returns. <laughs> yes. Michael Keaton's a Michael mess. Keaton returns. Uh, same with uh, Danny DeVito. And then you got Colin Farrell. Even Green comes back again. Yep. Alan Arkin. Uh, let's see who else is in this. Do I recognize anything at first glance? No. I think that's about it as Um, far as big names go. Michael Buffer is actually in this. I I have not seen this movie. Uh, Me either. Since it's on Disney+, Plus, I imagine I'll probably watch it at some point. But just Dumbo is just not a fun watch to me. It's not kid-friendly. I'm one of the weird ones. I love Dumbo. (laughs) So I liked it as a kid, too. But thinking back on it, this movie is just depressing. Yeah, it is. Man. Why would anybody want to put themselves through watching this? Like, <laughs> yeah. this one isn't as depressing. As the cartoon? Yes. Man, that's so, a rough watch, dude. Yeah. Like, Are they still the baby away from mama? Yes. Still, yeah, still so, pretty depressing, I though. I mean, <laughs> yes. Mo- yeah, so this mama elephant wants to have a baby. Yeah. No, like, she can't have a baby. She's praying day and night to have one. Everybody else is rubbing it in her face. They're getting babies. She's watching everybody else get kids. Finally, she gets one. And then he's got these giant Dumbo ears. And then people turn on this baby for essentially like... Just being just alive. A deformity or <laughs> yeah. some kind. You know what I mean? And a pretty cute one, I would have to say. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they turn on this kid and they're vicious to this kid and the mom. Like, it's just not fun yeah. to watch. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I mean, I haven't seen this, but the original mm-hmm. movie I haven't, I haven't seen, seen in a long time. I haven't seen the original in a long time, but... And 
Every, all of my memories about it, like, I like things. Even the mouse, he's in it for himself. Yeah. He's fully willing to shove Dumbo off that ladder and let him plummet to his death <laughs> so long as he makes a couple of bucks. Yeah. Like, he's not his friend. Nobody mm-hmm. is Dumbo's friend. It's, like, the saddest story ever. Yeah. And if I remember right, they don't have the mouse in this one, though. Oh, they don't? No. You see uh, a mouse. I believe you see one briefly. I could see why they get rid of him. He's but a horrible he's person. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much um, Nico Parker, who plays Colin Farrell's daughter in the movie, um, she pretty much takes over that role oh, yeah. of the mouse. Encouraging him to yeah. flap his ears. Yeah, finds out about the feathers and that mm. it helps him fly. And Yeah, like when he they, – so they get hammered and they wake up in the top of that tree and he's like, oh, I have no idea how we got up here. Oh, must he must have flew just – Jump out of the tree. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> see what happens. Like, and yeah, cartoon logic, it is what it is. But still, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you're watching this movie just being like, man, you're a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So, that's his last one. And then he's got, we'll see if this ever happens. The only 2. thing in development is Beetlejuice 2. I hope it happens. That would be really cool. It has been rumored for years now. Yeah. And with... With uh, Michael Keaton kind of making a comeback, I feel I think like it's the time to strike. I was gonna sure. say I feel like I could see it happening now because yeah. there was a while there. What for ten years? You know, for the past ten years, Michael Keaton. Well, I don't know what he was doing, but he He's, really wasn't doing anything. He did a, a few independent movies. There's yeah. one really good one, Birdman. Ooh, that yeah. movie is great, phenomenal. And he did the Founder too. Yeah, that the Founder. Really I heard that was good. Um, but I mean. Now Michael Keaton's coming back. I mean, he's mm. getting back into his big roles. He's making a. I, I think he's making a last ditch away. run. But I don't know what. Like maybe he wanted a break. Yeah. Well, if he went away because he wanted a break, yeah, I get it. But I just know a lot of actors that kind of fade out because yeah. people get tired of them. Which every if time that's I see the case, Michael Keaton in something, I think he's exactly. Great. Mm-hmm. If yeah. if it was because he was faded out, that I don't understand that. If it's because he wanted a break, okay, I get yeah. that. But <laughs> so fading. Uh, Movie stars remind me. I was listening to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast today, and he's talking about this story David Spade was telling how he was on SNL doing uh, a bit, and they had a picture of Eddie Murphy show up, and he goes, Look, kids, a falling star. Uh. <laughs> it was right at the time when Eddie Murphy was winding down his career, and uh, there was a phone call. <laughs> to the SNL stage from Eddie Murphy just chewing him out, and he avoided the phone call for as long as he could before, um, what's his name? the producer whatever, oh, made him yeah. take the phone call. <laughs> just like, that is awesome. <laughs> just oh, a good old jab man. at uh, So, and then I guess this is the time where we can bring up Night Before Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this one, this has always been, I know this has been a big, I don't know, guff in, in as far as the history of Night Before Christmas. A lot of people Patrick give. Stewart's not in this movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the soundtrack. <laughs> no matter how many times you try to make us think he is, he's not. <laughs> no, so everybody gives claim that this is Tim Burton's movie. Everybody thinks that he's directed it, all this stuff. Because it's Tim Burton. I mean, it is. Christmas. Well, I know that, but um, a lot of people are like, you need to give the director credit here. Yeah, and I, I and yeah, you do need to give the director. I mean, but the thing is, this is Tim Burton's. It's his story. And it's his, his story. He wrote it. It's his characters. All this stuff. 
which I don't know why he didn't direct it. I, I, don't, well, I don't know. Well, so this was 93. What else did he have going? He just put out Batman 2 in 92. Yeah. But so, I mean, I mean, unless he was focusing on Edward Scissorhands and Batman and just didn't have the time. Well, he probably was. I mean, he just probably didn't have the time to do the stop motion. Because, I mean, this probably yeah, was a good four or five was. years in the making. Yeah. So, so, But I would imagine, you know, also it's a it's a Disney thing and they don't really hand over the reins to stuff well, easily. This wasn't Disney to begin with. It wasn't? This was like no, a Touchstone Spitchers. Yeah, yeah Touchstone. Oh, yeah. Disney bought the rights to it back in like 2000, I think. Yeah, something Maybe like that. Maybe like late 90s. Been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it was originally put out, I think, by... I don't think it was Warner Brothers because no. they would not sell anything to Disney. No. I think it was Touchstone. So it was 93. That, but. So he wasn't even doing Batman yet. Or wait, when did Batman, Batman, Batman Returns came out in 92. Yeah. So it would have been going okay. on. Sorry, the I same just time. scrolled too long, too far. Yeah. I'm, down, I'm down at 83, not 93. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. So he did Batman 89, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns. Yeah, man, I think he's just busy. He probably just doesn't have time to do it. If I had to guess. Yeah. He hmm. al- Did you know that he almost did uh, Gremlins? Oh, I've already told yes. you guys this. Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, so. But that being said, the director of this, Henry Selleck, I mean, he's done actually some really good movies. Oh, we should also give an honorable mention for collaborating with Tim Burton all the time, Danny Elfman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. does everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, he played the voice of Jack. Oh, did he? Yeah, as far, I think it's just his singing voice. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, so I think it was just his singing voice. So. Yeah, Chris Sarandon does the regular voice, but yeah, Danny Elfman, Jack Skellington, singing voice. He also <laughs> did Clown with the Tearaway Face. And <laughs> barrel. <laughs> so, uh, Catherine O'Hara is Sally and Shock. Um, oh, yeah. Some reason I did not know that. Okay. Really? Yeah, I did not oh, know dang. she did Sally. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Paul Rubin is Locke. So that's Pee Wee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pre. Uh... Scandal. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Shaddix, he was in Beetlejuice. He did The Mayor. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're probably not going to recognize a ton of these voiceover people. but William Hickey, he was in yeah, na- uh, Christmas Vacation. He plays the grandpa who oh, lights yeah, the yeah. tree on fire and oh, okay. all that stuff. Well, but, this movie is phenomenal. I mean, it's... Story and characters by Tim Burton. Yes, it's not directed by him, but I mean, it obviously, I mean, you can tell the characters are ripped straight out yeah. of what he, oh, yeah. his ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's made stuff since then that looks just like this. Well, and it goes to show, I think, that him and Henry Selleck actually, they probably, I don't know, enjoy each other's company, mm-hmm. play well with each other. I mean, because then he went off and did James and the Giant Peach and then. You know, uh, actually threw Jack Skellington in that one mm-hmm. as, a, as a pirate. Um, and then Henry Selk went off and did his own movie, Coraline, which a lot of people thought oh. that that was a Tim Burton, but Tim Burton had nothing to do with that movie. 
I have that movie. Yeah. He did, I've heard it is extremely weird. Yeah. He did the movie Nine, though. Or, Henry uh, Selleck did? Oh, no. I was thinking of uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim producer. Burton. It has that yeah. same style. It's kind that of same feeling. style. He, he produced yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I like those. I like both of those movies, actually. I'm not a huge Coraline fan. That movie is kind of a little. I don't know. It definitely has a different vibe to it. Yeah. Like. Uh, visually, I can see why people would think it's a Tim Burton thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it definitely has a different vibe for sure. Like just the overall feel. Yeah. yeah. Of the film. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think that, and then you know Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You know he helped produce the second Alice. He didn't direct it, but I think that pretty much does it. Batman Forever. I mean, there's even a, though he really had nothing to do with it, yeah. but I still think he got. Well, I don't know it. how much of it was already developed by the time he left. Yeah, because you know? I mean, he obviously was going to include. I know originally he was going to include um, Harvey Dent as Two Face because mm-hmm. he had cast Billy D. Williams. Yeah, he had already yeah. he'd signed a two movie contract, mm-hmm. and then they cut him of that. Yeah, and he had, like I said earlier, Marlon Wayans on that deal. So he had obviously developed some semblance of a story. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was going to do something, and they didn't want him back. And Which, didn't you say Marlon Wayans, he's still making money off of that movie? Yeah. No, I don't know if he still is, well, but he made money off that movie. Okay. For doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, for nothing. doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. See, the only other thing for uh, Tim Burton is if you like his style, um, like his claymation type stuff. He's got a few books out, and one of them I've read, it's just a bunch oh, of yeah, like... it's like a little poems and stuff, right? Yeah, he's got yeah, some poems, and then one's just like one or two page stories, and it's um, the storybook one's called The Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy and Other Stories. It's actually really good. That So that, uh, that thing I went to in Vegas, um, they actually had a bunch of his books out, and they had a big book of like stuff like that of his short Mm -hmm. the poems that he's written the some of the stories all of his original concept artwork for uh edward scissorhands and uh jack and everything i wanted the book so bad yeah like it was really cool 90 dollars though yeah and i was like man i just i don't have that type of money to fork out you know on a book that i might open up every you know so often yeah, but it it's a great collector's item. I mean, I mean, if you want to get something cool like that, this book, the Melancholy Stories, is like four bucks on eBay. Okay, I mean, his other ones are like six bucks. They're not expensive if you get I might the paperback have to start version. Looking that stuff up because that was actually really cool to look at. Some of his original concept really artworks cool. and mm-hmm. poems and. So I would say get that, and I mean, it's nothing like really dark. Your kids would like it and think it's silly. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm gonna have to do that. Cool, cool. Well, we're all eagerly, eagerly awaiting Beetlejuice 2, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully it gets done. Yeah. Did you, I'd love to see it. Did you want to hurry and touch on your thing over there on the board real quick before we take off? Yeah. Who's who's the better duo, Batman? Oh, uh, yeah. Let us, know. Or Let us know. Let us know who you think is the better better duo, Burton and Keaton or Burton and Depp. Burton and Depp has more movies together, but Burton and Keaton, man. Here's that's the thing. Banging movies. Here's the thing. <laughs> Depp will do the weirdness that Tim Burton likes to put out. Beetlejuice is weird. Beetlejuice is yeah. weird, man. 
He's That's weird. true. <laughs> I don't know. I I like them both. That being said, though, I gosh, Michael Keaton though. Michael Keaton would have done Batman I mean, again had Tim Burton stayed. Yeah, it's true. Dude, that would have been sick. That, that's a hard. That's a hard duo. I mean, who's who's better? They're both great in their own aspects. But yeah. anyway, uh, message us hashtag excellent movie adventures. Yeah, and uh, let us know who you think was better, Burton and Keaton, Burton yeah. and Depp. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take Keaton over Depp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get on our Instagram. I think you can make a poll, and I'm gonna see if I can make one of those. Oh yeah, that. that'd yeah. be sick. Yeah, yeah, do it. I'll, I'll share it around as much as I can. And with that, let's plug our stuff. Cool, cool. We're on Instagram at Excellent Movie Adventures. You can send us an email, excellentmovieadventures at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at Excellent Movie Pod. And you two guys are on there as well with stuff. Z Van Beekum. Yep. And at Pix Adventures, both on Twitter and Instagram. And. Let people know about us. We need some more listeners. Yeah. If you message us, guess what? We'll probably respond because nobody messages us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask me what it Come. was like to have Ed Solomon possibly <laughs> oh, like one of my boy. tweets. I'll tell you all about it. It's like the highlight <laughs> of your life. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Just, it's pretty cool. Just pop over and come say hi. I mean, That's all I all did was ask. push a button, but I'm just saying. Did you push your button or your button? I don't think so. He's pushing it right now. <laughs> you guys push my buttons. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Ciao. Excellent. Oh, ciao. <laughs>